EMS providers do not feel comfortable dealing with pediatric patients, and that leads us to our uh, our clinical topic today. What's different about pediatric assessment and, and how we might uh, approach assessment of the pediatric patient uh, in the field? So. Yeah, and I got to agree with you. I, I was the past chair for the EPC course for NEMT, and one of the things that uh, I really enjoy about the emergency pediatric course is that it gives you the knowledge base necessary to take on this special population. And, and you know, we've heard for a lot of years, Kelly, and I know I did when I was uh, learning pediatrics that, you know, kids are small adults and we need to treat mm-hmm. them like small adults. And, and we now know that that's false. And we've yeah. got to be able to treat this special population with confidence, with skill, and with experience. Now, I go back to you and I say, well, wait a minute, you know, we spend how many hours of of training in school on cardiology and how many hours on respiratory, and then we spend a a fraction of that time dealing with uh, pediatric medical emergencies and and those types of challenges. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to change the paradigm of how we are dealing with pediatric calls. And, and you know, you bring up the four Ps and, and you know, you kind of say that tongue in cheek, but the, the biggest trepidation that EMS providers have is when they deal with the, uh, you know, the pediatric patient. So I ask you this question, Kelly, as an educator. So if we know that we have weakness, if we know that we have challenge when it comes to dealing with pediatric assessment, and, you know, it's, it's because of one, I don't think we get a, a, a good enough education in, in initial training. I don't think we focus enough about it on continuing education, too. But if we know that it's a weakness in our career field, why aren't the providers doing more to learn how to deal with this special population? And I, I'm really curious about that question. Well, uh, I think we are. Uh, I think we are. I just don't think it's uh, as widespread as it needs to be. First of all, I think pediatric education needs to be a, a good deal more extensive in initial curricula uh, or in in our uh, EMS education guidelines. Uh, we need to, to augment that a little bit. Uh, and I think it's better now than it was in the past. Um, but as far as, as – uh, renewal and recertification and continuing education you know that that topic is is addressed in the national continued competency program there are a minimum number of pediatric hours in there and you know in my brief career as a state level ems bureaucrat uh that is one of the few things that i'm i'm proud of of doing is that i i taught hundreds upon hundreds of PALS classes over my career, and two of those were, uh, 200 of those uh, minimum were taught for the state. And later, when I became Louisiana's EMSC coordinator, uh, we were instrumental in getting a a minimum uh, level of pediatric-specific equipment uh, added to the required equipment list on the ambulances and uh, adding a minimum number of pediatric-specific continuing education hours to our uh, biannual recertification requirements. So Louisiana, for for many years, had an additional eight hours on top of uh, the National Registry Standard uh, Refresher Course that was specific for EMS uh, for pediatric content. Um, but I think the biggest thing uh, that we need to do is is uh, skill building and confidence building. We make this more stressful and scarier than it need to be. Um, when it comes right down to it, most of the pediatric patients we deal with are panicky parent syndrome uh, 
and the ones that aren't the the did very you make, sickest. Did you make that one up too? No, that that oh, okay. one's that okay. one's yeah. It, oh. Everybody's used panicky parent syndrome, um, but even even the ones that are truly critically ill, the interventions necessary to manage them are straightforward, simple things. They are it's not rocket surgery to to deal with a critically ill pediatric patient. The first step, check a pulse. Your pulse. And if it's faster than 100, you need to take a few deep cleansing breaths and get yourself together because you're not going to help the situation. Right. But other than that, calm down. Don't move faster than your brain will allow. Uh, and, and take a methodical approach to pediatric assessment. Um, yeah, use I all think- cheat sheets as well. You know, things like the Braslow tape and the hand-heavy uh, pediatric box and, and those sorts of things. Any kind of thing to augment our capabilities and take uh, the guesswork and the math calculations and everything out that are so stressful in pediatric dosing and, and sizing uh, concerns, take that out. There's no shame at all in using the cheat sheet. And matter of fact, I, I think it's a badge of pride that you use the cheat sheet and know when to do it. 